Hello, and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we will be talking with the founders of the Amity app. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. I'm Very Worshipful Brother Matthew Apple, and I'm joined by Very Worshipful Brother David Colbeth. We're from the Grand Lodge of Washington, and we also have with us Right Worshipful Brother Trevor McCune and Worshipful Brother Stephen Chung, our other two usual hosts from the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and Yukon. And today we are joined by two special guests, uh, Worshipful Brother Jeremy Barnes and Worshipful Brother Michael Radigan, who are the co-founders of the Amity app, in addition to being active in masonry in other ways. And uh, we just want to say welcome, guys, to the show today. It's good to have you. Thank you. Thanks. Great to be here. Uh, so for those who don't know, Amity is an app on your, your phone uh, that it you as a user, it, it verifies that you're a Mason, and then it'll tell you, you can say, hey, I'm in this zip code. Where's a lodge nearby? And uh, and you can find meetings and that sort of stuff. And I've, I've used it for that. That's about all I've used it for, but I know it does other things too. So I guess I will I will just sort of throw it at you guys and say, what should we know about Amity? What does, what should the world know here? Well, I'll jump in. Uh, I think, you know, one fun thing, just, just riffing off of what you just said, uh, we've actually also integrated with Alexa. So it's actually possible to say, uh, Alexa, ask Amity if there are any lodges near Seattle, Washington, for and example. All, all of our blue rings are going off now. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, so we, we've, we, what we've tried to do really is, like our slogan says, bring modern technology to the world's oldest fraternity. You know, we, we've been at this as a fraternity, as, as an organization for hundreds of years. And, and we all know that masonry doesn't, uh, doesn't change as an organization. And, and that typically comes down to how we run the organization ourselves as well. And so we saw an opportunity to maintain the standards um, that the craft has, you know, for, for excellent reasons, uh, but apply modern techniques and use those standards in different ways. Uh, so from finding lodges uh, to checking into meetings, you know, having a Masonic passport, uh, Amity is, is here to help you connect with the rest of the world uh, and is a great reference. So in the blue room, Michael was kind of giving us some history about how Amity came about and how the old book that we used to use or whatever. I don't know if you, you want to, Michael, take over. You want to take over however you want to do that, but Sure. Yeah. So um, we before we were just discussing about Pantograph, uh, the list of lodges book and how, you know, they've served the world of Masonry for many, many years. Um, uh, there's been much discussion probably over the past 15 years uh, before even my time of, you know, moving towards the modern era and, and having the, this information more accessible. And that's kind of what brought well, it's not what brought Jeremy and I together, but uh, it's what brought us together on this project. And um, you know, fortunately, we had done that because actually just recently, Pantograph went out of business and um, the world was kind of looking at what we were going to have moving forward. And we just recently uh, put together the Acacia book and uh, Grand Lodges have, have ordered it in bulk. And um, it's just an incredible upgrades to the process uh, in, you know, that they've had for, for many years. So we built, you know, on a good foundation 
and we added a lot more to it. There's Masonic education, there's, you know, uh, Grand Lodge seals, uh, and there's probably about another hundred grand regular Grand Lodges that are in the book. Um, now it is also catered to each Grand Lodge and who they recognize. So the Grand Lodge of Texas would probably be different from the Grand Lodge of New York or British Columbia and Yukon from, you know, which subordinate lodges are in the book. Uh, but there will be a forward that has the ones that are out there. So, so people can know who they are and just be more educated. Yeah. As I was saying earlier, I'm, I'm secretary for my lodge and, and we have a copy of the, the list of lodges Masonic from, I want to say 2018, but uh, it's, you know, it's knowing how hidebound that uh, Masons can be and, and tradition bound. It's, it's, I've wondered more than once what was going to happen when the list of lodges Masonic stopped publishing. So it's, it's good to see you guys are, are stepping into the breach there. That's a that's a good thing. Thank you. Well, and, and what we realize too is, you know, there's a, a broad spectrum of, of men who are who are members of the craft, obviously. Um, you know, there are some people as, as you would see in your normal bell curve, right? There are some people that you would call bleeding edge early adopters. And on the other end of the spectrum, there, there are people that sort of have to be dragged kicking and screaming. Um, you know, we're, we're actually looking at the Acacia book as a solution for, for the middle, um, because we, we realized that when you're in lodge, you want something on the desk. You want to be able to look through something, right? And, and certainly the tools are available in Amity and, and, and that's important and we're excited about that. Um, but we view the Acacia book as sort of that, that indispensable in lodge thing that's always sitting on the secretary's table. Uh, and certainly there are still a lot of lodges that are in rural areas and don't have internet access, right? So tools like this, you know, are, are valid for a lot of reasons. So what is the Acacia book? I mean, do, I, I hear you refer to it, but I don't really know what it is. So it's a it, it's it's a book that's published, um, and it it basically has uh, every, every regular Grand Lodge out there in the world uh, printed, just like the other list of lodges book. Except there's more information now. It, we have a picture of every Grand Lodge seal. Um, there's you know information. It's also listed now in order of lodge. That was a big thing. Most of the time, people would actually. Um, be challenged at a lodge coming and, and they would look for the lodge and it was previously in location format, although there are some people who believe, you know, obviously that location is better as well, but, you know, we, we've had to take a broad spectrum from the craft and, and, and kind of catered to, to what we felt everybody was looking for. Um, but it's basically the subordinate lodges of every grand jurisdiction, who the grand master, grand secretary are, the contact information. Um, it's, it's the basic information that's been in the previous book, although we've added much more to it. We've added Masonic quotes from famous Masons, artifacts, some other education. We're always looking for more. Um, you know, we, we want to continue to make it better. So we, we think people are going to be really excited. In fact, there are people who are excited who've gotten it. And, uh, and, and we're happy. We're happy with that. And so I if we that... were to order one for uh from you and, we, and you said something about it being specific to our area so being from british columbia and yukon what would i find in there uh, everything in bc so yes well one we we uh moving forward there and we haven't particularly gotten there yet um there will be a website that uh we will be able to order the book or through the amity app in a way but we we believe actually that you have to be uh, or should be a verified mason to actually have the book. So we're, we're looking at ways to do that where, whether it's through the Grand Lodge, we haven't finalized the process to open it up to everybody yet. We have the process for the bulk order for the Grand Lodges. Uh, we have put that through. We are gonna do that once a year for the Grand Lodges. 
Um, but moving forward, we do plan to make sure that, you know, it's a Mason who orders it. And yes, it will be from the jurisdiction that you that you hail from. Um, and that's how it'll be printed. So basically you need a Grand Lodge admin who would help in, in confirming who, you know, you recognize as a Grand Lodge. Go ahead, Jeremy. So just uh, to answer your questions quickly, the, the Acacia book is the replacement for the list of lodges. Uh, and what you'd see in British Columbia and Yukon is the Grand Lodges that you recognize, right? So the, the challenge that, and as Michael said, you know, what's come up in the past is it's the same book for everybody. We're now able to give you a book that is custom made for your Grand Lodge. And that shows all of the Grand Lodges that you recognize and their lodges. So if it's in the book, it's recognized. Now, my question has to do with your criteria for regular. You have a complete list of all the lodges, whether we recognize them or not. How do you determine who goes onto that list? Sure, and, and that's, that's a great question. It's one we get often and the, we've dodged the question in, in essence. Um, and we've done that by saying, if a regular Grand Lodge recognizes another Grand Lodge, then we can rely on that Grand Lodge to have done their vetting process. Okay. So what you've done then is taken uh, pantographs, 20 Grand Lodges uh, recognizing before they'd include someone to just a single black ball, a single or a single ballot. Well, you know, effectively, yes. Um, although it's it's more a single white ball than a single black ball. Well, right? ex exactly. But but yes, exactly. And and the reason for that is 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 straightforward, right? Because if you're in British Columbia and Yukon, you want to know that everybody you recognize is in the book, right? And so from our perspective, yeah, we're now relying the on you. The problem is, if a jurisdiction we recognize recognizes a jurisdiction that we are not only not in amity bit with, but, but have decided are not regular, then we lift recognition of that one other Grand Lodge that has recognized what we consider to be the irregular one. You're now <clears throat> including that without us having the ability to know who it was who recognized them. So it's interesting because we're not including it from the perspective of a full listing, right? There's an in index at the front that lists all the Grand Lodges, but okay. the actual so you are including you know, list of all of the of all of them. Correct. And okay. and so and what unless we, that's clearly marked, that's going to be deceptive. It's absolutely clearly marked right at the top of that yeah. section. And, and, and what we've found actually is, is the opposite is also true, right? I can't tell you how many times somebody said, I didn't even know there were multiple Grand Lodges in that jurisdiction, right? And, and part Every of the challenge- Every time for a letter of introduction, I get that question or that, I that bet. surprise. You know, and, and part, of the, part of the challenge is, you know, it, there are some areas where there are certainly, you know, disputes one way or the other. Um, and, and, and while that, is, is frustrating masonically, you know, we, we believe that shedding light on that will help solve the problems, right? Because if nobody knows something's far, going on, fine. you know, um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, we, we have taken that step and said, look, at the bottom of every page, actually, it says this Grand Lodge does not, you know, may not recognize every Grand Lodge in this book. You know, it's your book, not, not one for everyone. Maybe there's an opportunity to talk about the the history. We we've kind of danced around this list of lodges and where it came from. And you know, Trevor is a grand historian as well as a in the Grand Lodge office of BC Yukon. So there's some and and we understand there's some regular identifiers and not and there's the 
the conference grandmasters and there's all kinds of ideas. And so maybe we step back a little bit to explain what this book is and maybe Trevor can help us what the book, unless you guys know specifically how the book was created originally. Uh, and then what, original book. Yeah. Uh, it was distributed to um, uh, American United States jurisdictions only uh, for its probably first 20, 30 years. I, but why was it created? It actually still says in the preface, this is a book for the traveling American Mason. And in fact, in order to be listed in the, the list, of the, the Panagraphs list of Lodges of Masonic, you need 10 recognitions from American Grand Lodges. Oh, on top of the, the 20 overall. Okay. Well, you've certainly done your homework on that. And that's good yeah. to know the history of where you're coming from. Tell you where I'm coming from. I'm so old school. I don't approve of you putting lodge seals in. Lodge seals and their facsimiles are for the use of Grand Lodges only on their own instruments. That's how old school I am. So you could just keep on. <laughs> so so what, what I will say is the vast majority of Grand Lodges that are in the book have actually contacted us, updated their information, are aware of the processes there. So just, just oh, so I'm you know. Any other Grand Lodge agrees with me. Well, I, I, want, I want to be clear, though, that we've spent a lot of time trying to make sure that this is not, hey, we're just giving away people's information, right? Um, because it is an important tool for the craft. And, you know, we're, we're lucky to have been working with hundreds of Grand Lodges around the world who say, yeah, we, you know, we want to be a part of this. And, you know, in return, obviously, we hope that everybody else is a part of this so that we can share in this way. Awesome. And so since they have decided to start now, do we know, who, maybe Trevor knows, who funded the original books, the Pantograph? Uh, Any no, ideas? It was a commercial enterprise, as far as I'm aware. Mm -hmm. So it was yeah, self-funded. We've, we've had a great relationship with them for the past four or five years, actually. Um, but it's a it's a company in Illinois, in Springfield, Illinois. Um, and uh, because of COVID, they decided not to print the 2021 edition. Um, that was back in October. And then in December, they decided they were going to go out of business uh, entirely. So. Gotcha. So we just, I guess we've talked about the the um, Acacia book and the List of Lodges Masonic aspect of what you're doing these days. Where I, I came to, well, hear of you guys through the app, the Amity app itself, which is, whereas the List of Lodges Masonic, I suppose, is more used for, or the, excuse me, the Now Acacia book is used for by lodge secretaries and, and Grand Lodges and such to, to figure out who they're, they're in Amity with. Uh, the Amity app is more designed for the individual Mason, right? Is that In a lot of ways, it's the same thing, actually, right? And, and the reason that we were able to jump in into the void there with the list of lodges is because we already had the information in uh, our system, you know, that was behind Amity. Uh, and so, you know, the cool thing about, about Amity is it's, it's from your perspective. So if you say, well, I just landed in Rome and I have a free night, for example, um, you know, there are two Grand Lodges in Italy and, and sort of the European folks recognize one, the, the North American folks tend to recognize the other. And, you know, it can get awkward if you, if you see, you know, uh, uh, see a sign or a symbol somewhere and go, I should walk in. Well, maybe you shouldn't, uh, but we can say, great, what's around you and can I go? Right, and, and, and that concept of connecting person to lodge to grand lodge to recognition of another grand lodge down to a lodge down to a person is what also enabled us to, to build the Acacia book for every grand lodge individually. What, one of the important things to say too, you know, with the Amity app and, and all the other great features that we've been able to add to it for the everyday Mason 
is that we're helping this process. There is oversight for each Grand Lodge. And so we're building the protocol in that the internet has been circumventing for the past 20 years. People are meeting up on Facebook all the time. They're never letting a grand secretary rarely knows who's in their jurisdiction visiting from somewhere because they've just gone and they've reached out to the to a lodge or they know someone. And I mean, if they know someone, that's a regular process sort of, but um, you know, it, it's just happening. And so this was, this was something that was able to build that protocol back in the system. Um, and we're able to kind of connect Masons now in ways that have just never been been possible before. It's it's amazing that our fraternity finally has this technology, um, you know, that frankly the rest of the world has. We just have to use it for for our benefit. I'll mention too quickly. You know, this has totally been exact, both exacerbated and you know, excitements come come to it because of the pandemic, right? What we're seeing with Zoom. I'll tell you, my lodge in Washington D.C. You know, I met a guy when I was in Iceland who's a Greek Mason. And he visited our lodge, you know, coming on Zoom, because in, in Washington, D.C., we actually can tile meetings over Zoom, which is its own discussion. Um, but, you know, we've had people from Australia visit my lodge. And, and I guarantee you, you know, there is not an easy way for the Grand Secretary to understand this is happening. But that doesn't change the fact that the Grand Lodges should be aware. And so if, you know, those, those men, which they did, they checked into our lodge meeting in Amity, the Grand Lodge can actually see, oh, hey, an Australian Mason came to visit. Now, visit these days can be relative, but Michael's point is extremely valid. How does a Grand Lodge understand that these things are happening when the barrier to make them happen has has hit the floor? You know. So not only. Uh, so how how would I get on to as a Mason? How would I get on to Amity? Is it does my Grand Lodge upload my information? without my consent or how does that it doesn't happen? <laughs> that doesn't happen. We do get that question a lot. Some people are like, I'm, I'm a past master now. And I'm you know, how come my account's not updated? I'm like, well, sir, it kind of doesn't work that way. You know, um, basically there are some jurisdictions that we absolutely do have automated systems that verify you immediately that are using our King Solomon's pass, which is a status in the Amity app as a, a official dues card. So you, you don't even need to carry your dues card in New York. All of our physical dues cards also have, a QR code for the Amity app that if you scan it for somebody who doesn't want to use an app, they have this, you know, this card. And if someone scans it with their phone, it will pull up in real time, whether go right to the member management system and see whether they're in good standing or not. I mean, this has actually gotten grand secretaries information from the members. People are calling up, where do I pay my dues? You know, because they, they're in, interested and excited to use this type of technology. So we're well, able and, to and they, a lot they, they try and scan it and they come up as not in good standing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you name those jurisdictions? Which ones? Uh, the, the ones that are using Amity to issue their dues cards. Sh sure. Yeah. Uh, well, the biggest one's the Grand Lodge in New York. I yeah. Mean, almost uh, pretty much almost every Maury jurisdiction, not everyone. There are well, so, 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 so let's. Hold on a second. Let's make sure we're talking about the right question here, right? So, so New York is actually um, has actually officially used Amity on their dues cards, um, right. and we're in we're in discussion with a couple more, um, uh, some in uh, the the Middle East and in Brazil, uh, as well as Mexico. Um, there is another another class, if you will, of uh, Grand Lodges who have the ability who who haven't used Amity, I'll say officially from from a dues card perspective, but who approve it as an official way to show your status. Um, and that's another 
uh, 30 or so across the world, although there are a lot in the, in the United States. Um, and then, you know, there's, a, there's another set that, you know, we have the ability to integrate with them uh, and, you know, either it's, it's public so it's okay or we're waiting, you know, we're working through that discussion with them. Um, but that crosses all sorts of lines, as I said, from the Middle East to the US to Brazil, but even we've actually got an integration with um, quite a few Prince Hall Grand Lodges, right? So we're thrilled to be able to say that almost every subsection of masonry that has sort of divided us over the years, we are starting to build those bridges and realize that, look, you know, if we recognize each other, there's no reason that we shouldn't have Masonic communication. So for example, I'm sorry, Matt, go ahead, go ahead. You were gonna, <laughs> he gave me the wave. Uh, so in, in Washington, for example, we use, uh, and I know earlier you said you didn't wanna name names. And so the, if I'm naming names, please forgive me, but we use Grandview mm -hmm. software, which has an identification ability. There's Matt's showing his card. Uh, if you, For those of you listening on, well, I, on I, audio only, he's, he's flashing his dues card with a barcode on it. And so we have the ability to look it up through Grandview. Is do you link in with Grandview or other systems like that? I know there's other than there's other Grand Lodge management systems other than Grandview, or is Amity a replacement for Grandview in a sense? Or so I want to be clear: we're, we're definitely not a replacement. Um, and and it, to me, it comes down to a very simple thing: a Grand Lodge man, member management system has to be a hundred percent perfect. Has to deal with demits, all the sort of things that happen in the management of a Masonic Lodge, we don't wanna be involved in that. We want the experts to deal with that. What we wanna be experts at is connecting people across jurisdiction and bringing really cool technology to the table. And so to your point, that's exactly what we do is we integrate with systems like that. Um, you know, and, and this is backend integration, APIs talking to each other, um, that sort of thing. Uh, and, and what happens is, for example, you know, and this could happen even at a lodge meeting, you know, if I were to show you my QR code and you were to hold up your phone and, and scan it, right? In the background, when the page loads on your side, our system in the moment would go to that member management system and say, okay, the member has given us this information. We're giving it to the Grand Lodge and the Grand Lodge is coming up with a thumbs up or a thumbs down, right? And in that way, we can say, great, you're, you know, you're in good standing or you're not. And it's important for people to understand that because what we're not doing is taking information from the Grand Lodge, right? When you sign up for Amity, there's a really big set of, you know, little thing right before you click the final sign up button that says, this is inform any information that you give us, we're going to give to your Grand Lodge to verify that you are who you say you are, right? Because realistically, anything Masonic, your Grand Lodge should have anyway, right? So, in that again in that moment when something is scanned what we're doing is taking the information that you gave us with your consent giving it to your grand lodge who should have it already the grand lodge takes it and goes yeah i know who this is and here's here's his status right gotcha so they give the thumbs up thumbs down from their system right. so you alluded that if i was visiting another jurisdiction and i were to sign in using amity they were using amity then that grand lodge could be notified in a sense of my attendance which sounds like a pretty cool thing. So does that, again, does a Grand Lodge have to be using Amity or does it somehow update their Grand Lodge management system? So, so at this point, you know, we don't, we don't do any pushes to the Grand Lodge member management systems for, for that exact reason, right? You know, it, it tends to be a privacy issue, but we do have a, uh, a dashboard where Grand Lodges can see statistics and, you know, how many people are going to meetings and things like that. 
Um, and so, so that's, that's in our system. Grand Lodges, actually both of your Grand Lodges uh, have access to that in Amity already uh, and, and can see the, that sort of data. Very cool. So is there a, is there a cost at all to all this for, for the members and for the Grand Lodges? Or is it just, hey, you guys are awesome New Yorkers and just giving it away to the world for free here? How does L that work? Little, little bit of both, a <laughs> little bit of both. The, the short answer is, yeah, we're awesome New Yorkers and we're giving it away for free. Um, <laughs> The, the, the longer answer is what we've realized is Masons spend a lot of money on services, right? For example, there are a significant number of Grand Lodges that use Square or PayPal or what have you to pay their dues. Well, you're paying a fee, right? And nobody thinks about it because it's normal. Ah, PayPal charges a fee. Okay, well, what if you could pay your dues with Amity? Great, same fee, right? We've realized or, or, or the, the approach that we've taken is our obligation doesn't say that we can't engage in business with other Masons. It says we can't take advantage of you. So if I look at you and I say, well, I'll give you the same service, just take the fee you're giving to that profane company and give it to a Masonic company. Well, then everybody wins, right? You're supporting Masons. We're supporting the craft. Our bills get paid. Uh, and, and that's really the way that this is, this is happening. We felt it was really important not to, you know, have advertising or, 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 you know, do the commonplace things that other people, you know, would normally do. And, and our biggest, you know, uh, idea is that we believe in, in privacy. We believe in, in, in this fraternity and, you know, and being cautious. And, and that's something that we've built in and, and we stand by that, that we're just, we're not going to do like other people have. So, so if so, I, if I may get on a soapbox for just a second. Um, I want to I want to run run with that ball for a second. Um, one of the things that I think is super important from a privacy perspective are the pieces in the background that nobody really thinks about. You know, one example for you know you may be familiar with WhatsApp for for example, and and or any number of other apps that have a GIF keyboard. You know, you can search for reactions and and you know moving images and what have you, and paste them into the chat, and and basically they they show you know your emotions on the topic. Um, but what most people don't realize is when you go look for that in the app, your phone is making a request to that company that runs the, the gift server, and they now have all of your information. Now, they don't have you know, your social security number or whatever, but they have enough information from your phone, what type of phone it is, what browser you're using, what app you're using, where are you, what's your IP, all these things that they can now start to build a profile on you. And so as we are upgrading Amity, one of the things that'll be coming out in one of the future releases is responses to messages and things like a gift keyboard. What we've done is run all those communications through our servers. And so sure, you would expect that we know that you're interacting with Amity, it's our app, right? And what the gift keyboard company knows, the only thing they know is, oh, there's those guys at Amity asking again, right? They don't know which, you know, who's asking, where they're coming from, any of that. And so, so it's things like that that we wanna drive home that we're not just taking the easy way and giving away all your information to anybody who you know, might provide a, a useful service. We're trying to do this in a secure way because we believe that's appropriate as Masons. We wanna, we wanna be respectful of the people who are using our service and, and that is kind of the bedrock of how we operate. Amen. Very cool, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm now I'm excited for more new things. Uh, so. Speaking of which, if uh, if you guys don't mind hanging on for for another segment, we'd we'd love to do another one. Uh, I'd want to ask about. There's a couple other things the app does that I want to ask about. 
and also sort of, as you alluded to, sort of where, where you're going in the near future. So uh, with that, uh, thank you, uh, Worshipful Brothers Jeremy and Michael, for, for being on the show today. It was, it was great to have you. And, uh, great to be here. Of, Our pleasure. And on behalf of uh, Steve and Trevor and David and myself, um, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Working Tools Podcast. Thank you.